Are you addicted to the struggle of your drinking? Welcome to the Sober Podcast with Ainsley Michelle. This podcast is for the former party people who want to quit drinking and take control of their health and lives. I'm a counsellor, coach, and use a combo of psychology, spirituality, and practical strategies to help you get off the grog for good. So today, I'm going to talk about struggle addiction and how that keeps us stuck in the drinking cycle. So what you want to do is look at the things that are keeping you bound and stuck in your drinking right now. List them out and get really clear about what they are, whether it's friends, you know, all of your friends go out partying every weekend. You get home and it's just a habitual thing to grab a bottle of wine on the way and then you pour yourself a glass of wine and sit in front of The Bachelor and not that it's on at the moment, but you know what I mean. Watch trashy shows, whether it's, you know, family gatherings and everyone's drinking around you. So there's all of these little mini triggers that are going on every time you have an association. So what we do is we have these little triggers that have been created a very, very, very long time ago. And then also we've wrapped all of these beliefs around what we think alcohol means to us, what we think it does for us. And so your psychology is very tightly wound around believing that you need to do this thing to drink in order to be, do or have something. And so now you want to stop. So what you're doing in your brain with this decision that you've made, you're like, you definitely want to do it. The intention's there, but you've created this cognitive dissonance in your brain because your brain hasn't caught up yet, really. Like there's the conscious thought, yep, I want to stop drinking, but think about it. All of your cells need to catch up. You need to create new neurological pathways and new ways of thinking. There's a physical as well as mental and emotional process that happens through this. Now, you can fast track that. I've got a great strategy to do that. But it still needs to happen and this new growth and new way of thinking needs to occur for it to be sustainable and permanent. And a lot of us get addicted to the struggle. We make it even harder. Like, you know, you can envy people that do drink. They love drinking and that's just what they're doing because they don't have any of that dissonance going on. They're just That's just the way life is, right, for them. Then you've got the ones on the other side who have never drank maybe and there's no dissonance going on because that's just the decision that was made and that was that. There probably wasn't even maybe a thought process around it. Maybe it's culturally, who knows, but there wasn't really a hard decision. And then there's us in the middle here who drink heavily, grew up in this really strong, deeply embedded drinking culture, and now we want to move over to this side. And so you think about it's like being trapped in spider webs or, or in quicksand where anytime you move, you keep burying yourself deeper and deeper into this. So that's your fear response. Now, funnily enough, with that fear response comes that need to drink to get rid of the fear response. And so over and over and over and over again, you're ignoring, or you're probably not ignoring because it's there, but you are drinking over the top of that fear response. Because any negative emotion, so anger, frustration, impatience, shame, guilt, apathy, all of those bottom level lower emotions, we can become addicted to them because we get some kind of payoff out of it. So when you are trying to stop drinking, often we, and I know I've done it myself, is play the victim. 
like poor me this is so hard why is this so hard i'm struggling and we actually enjoy the specialness that we get from the struggle now i also find it interesting and you know i don't want to be judgmental but i do want to point it out so in a lot of circles of people who have reached sobriety 30 years on and they're still talking about it they're still counting in my mind that's insanity i'm like don't you want to move on like let it go now the irony is not lost on me that that's that i'm talking about it i've stopped drinking i'm i'm talking about it but that's because i teach it it's a bit hard to teach something when you're not actually talking about the subject right so this whole celebrating sobriety we make such a big deal out of it again because there's a payoff we get a sense of specialness we like to feel special because there's a part of us that doesn't feel special and so we need to say things and do things and behave in certain ways so that we get validation from whichever corner uh, and to feel better about ourselves and so when you get really strong in yourself and feel amazing in yourself how you're doing life the decisions you're making you become very clear and you get higher and happier and feel better and higher in a natural way then you don't need to engage in those behaviors you're just getting on with your life and doing the things right all the things that you want to do that make you feel good make you happy and fulfill you but the thing is you have to break up with the booze struggle as, all, as well as that needing to feel special because that's ultimately what it comes down to is this need for connection. That's, that's the deep level thing, right? Is that we're looking for connection. We are hungry for connection and validation. Even the ones that say that they aren't, that's they've got so much trauma going on that's, had, that's blocking them from needing that or wanting that or desiring that. But again, they also get that sense of specialness of being the lone wolf and the independent. I know because I did it myself. What we're really healing here deep level is you being able to fill up your own cup without relying on other people. Now, in saying that, it's really important to have people around you. Like, I don't agree with, I should give it all to myself. But the happier you get, the more you surround yourself with happy people that want to be around you as well. If you're in this negative energy all the time, then that's what you will keep getting. That's what you'll keep attracting into your life because that's all, that's all a projection from what's going on in your own mind. If you think everybody's going to hate me on the other side, it's going to make you hypersensitive to the way people behave towards you. And so the ultimate goal here is to feel good in yourself first so that you start radiating good feelings and, and, and carrying that confidence, which you already have. So... When you feel like a drink, ask yourself, what do I need in this moment? Just think about what do I need? It's not a drink, okay? Go deeper. And like this is for any addiction. Addiction is seeking comfort. We're looking for something to make ourselves feel better and just push all those emotions down. But with this work, you start bringing those emotions up and you make friends with them and you make peace with them and you send love to them and then they lose their power and they dissolve and that's when you heal all your shit. So often when you ask, what do I need right now? It could just be a hug. It could be just love. And then you just pull that into yourself. Give yourself a hug. Feel that love within yourself. Generate that yourself. And then you'll start radiating. Your energy field starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And more people feel more magnetized to you because you feel so damn good in yourself because you're feeding it 
into yourself. And so that gets you out of the struggle. It also gets you out of needing to feel special, whether it's bragging that you're 30 years sober, which in my mind isn't really anything to brag about. Like you're just stopping a habit. That's all you're doing. It doesn't make you special, okay? Like we've, <laughs> like it doesn't make us special because we stopped doing something that we were born not doing. Like it's illogical, okay? But it's also on the flip side of feeling bad and woe is me, poor me. Now, in saying that as well, like I hate, I do hate using the term victim, uh, even though I have, and I will. Um, but I just want to clarify the term victim. It's more so a mindset and we can change that. And it's about healing yourself. So where you are right now, if you are in that struggle, it's not a bad thing to feel like a victim. Okay. It's just being really aware of what you're doing and what you're thinking and how that's impacting other people around you and impacting yourself and your self-esteem. So while you're playing in that zone, while you're beating yourself up, while you're delving into your traumas and digging into your traumas and spending all the time in the traumas hoping that'll fix it, it just keeps it alive. So the ultimate thing here is deciding that you are ready to break that struggle. You're just done with it. You're sick of feeling bad. You're feeling sorry for yourself. Now, it might take time, okay? So don't be hard on yourself that you're not perfect right now. This is this is a lesson. This is learning. This is a process. Your mind, your body, your brain, your internal thinking processes, it all needs to catch up. So when you set the intention on something, that's the first step. The next step is doing the inner work to make sure that, yeah, your brain, your body, everything catches up and you start making the moves that you want to make to create the life that you want. Also, make sure you download the Sober Tribe app. In the app, there is a journal, a goal setting tool. There is a forum, meditations, hypnosis. And then when you upgrade, you get weekly group coaching sessions, which includes a VIP group, bonus sobriety packs, full library of meditations and hypnosis, daily motivational tips, and heaps more. So all you need to do is go to the app stores, Apple or Google Play, and depending on what phone you're using, and download the app and get started today. And I will see you in the next episode.